Hiya, it's Golden Senchman here. I'm in the car on the way to uh, scrounge provisions to keep the, the hench house running. And uh, oh, I thought maybe it was another time that maybe I could talk about something. So, a couple of times this week, people have mentioned something that I made a little while ago. So I guess I'm gonna, I thought I might just uh, give it a bit of a, an airing. So, believe it or not, um, I think Excel, Microsoft Excel, is a surprisingly useful tool for role, play, role playing. Now, not lo I know a lot of people have used it in the past, for example, to like make character sheets and all that stuff, but actually it's surprisingly good at things like organizing information and mapping. I mean, I guess in the end, a map really is just a fancy way of organising information. So, I won't, I'll probably, I've got, I mean, to be honest, it sounds a bit weird, but I've got quite a few different mapping tools in Excel, so um, I'm going to talk about, I've already talked about one of them, thinking about it, is using uh, Microsoft Excel to actually physically draw a map, so to, as a mapping programme, uh, it's, I don't know, a few episodes ago. Um, it uses conditional formatting such that when you type a letter in an Excel cell it changes its colour so that you can use that in a way to make a dungeon. And the secret there is to make the uh, squares small enough so they kind of resemble a grid. So this is a different idea, a completely different idea. And this is actually, I think, the first idea I had um, to use Microsoft Excel. I was listening to a podcast, I think. This was uh, back in the day when I listened to one podcast. And that was the AD&D Role for Initiative podcast. And they were talking about, you know, modules being kind of, you know, how do you organise your campaign notes and all this sort of stuff. I'm not even really sure, and I'm not really even sure where this idea came from, but it occurred to me that, um, and I don't know, it's, it's, it's a weird thing, because it's got to have, you've got to have, like, simultaneously several thoughts for, to arrive at this solution. And I... I'm not even sure what prompted it. Anyway, what I realised was that if you could, um, you, what you could do is you could uh, resize the Excel grid to be effectively a small, uh, like a grid shape, uh, uh, you know, like you see on a standard, you know, TSR AD&D map, little five metre squares or 10 metre square size, you know, representing those size squares. Because normally in Excel, you know, the, the, the cells are sort of very rectangular. They're much longer than they are tall. But of course, you can make all of them short, uh, uh, not so long. Then they're nearly as tall as they are wide. And now you've got your grid. And so I tinkered around with that, and I wasn't... I was sort of... It didn't get where I wanted. And then suddenly I had this bit of a, a eureka moment. I, I, I don't know why it occurred to me, but I realised that you could basically get a map, an image... And in Excel, you can set that to be the background of the Excel map. So it doesn't do anything else. Instead of the background being plain white, it's a picture. And that picture can be a map. So suddenly, you have a map in the background with a grid over the top. Great. So now you can start doing some mapping. Now, there is another issue here that if the map already has a grid on, well, in Excel, you can turn the grid off. And then you can use the... Uh, Use the group, just use the background map. So, in of itself, that's only part of the solution. So, what's the next step? Well, the next step is that in Excel you can then start putting, for example, numbers in the in the grid. So, if you've got your map in the background, you, let's say it doesn't have, the map doesn't have a grid over the top, 
um, then you can uh, basically put a number in one of the squares and so suddenly now you've got a numbered map so that's, that's alright and then finally what I realised is that you can use something something effectively called pop-ups comments I think is actually what they really are and so what you can do is that if you for example put let's say you've got 10 rooms and you put 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 in each one of the rooms that you've drawn or sorry that are in the, in the background image of the map then what you can do is where you've written number one you can right click and you can set a comment and then what you can do is you can type in all everything about the room encounter in that in that little in the pop-up and the beauty is that the pop-up only appears the comment only appears when you hover your mouse over it so what you can do is like as, a, as an experiment a thought experiment I took uh, a collaborative dungeon called the hordes untoward which is Creative Commons and I did some rooms in it and that has something like 70 encounters something like that and I got all those, maybe more, I don't know, there's a lot of encounters in that in that dungeon. And what I did is managed to boil all those encounters into one page. All you have is one, one Excel sheet open, you have the map in the background, and you have the grid over the top, and then you can just number the grid, put numbers in the grid, and then you can do pop-ups for each room. Now there is one slight issue with the mapping, is that um, the background image is tiled. I should have said this earlier. So what you have to do is basically um, shade in the rest of the Excel spreadsheet so that you only see one of the map rather than a, a tiled version of the map. You know, that's that's in some ways that's that's kind of the most fiddly thing. Now, if you're super anal and uh, you want the grid, the Excel grid, to line up with the grid that's already on your map, if it already has a map, then you can do that. What you typically have to do is resize the grid so that it uh, is roughly the same size as the grid on the on the background image, and then you have to do some micro adjustments, say every tenth cell, just to get keep the because you, you you know unless you're very lucky, the size of the map squares are never going to match quite the Excel size squares. And also, I've discovered that most maps, <laughs> printed maps, aren't square. The squares aren't even because I'm pretty sure the Excel squares are even. So why why the Excel uh, you know, doesn't match up for a you know for a bit and then starts matching up. Anyway, so that's it really. Um, now, obviously, there are lots of other things you can do within Excel, um, and I might save that for another day. Basically, you can write all sorts of macros. You can, not that I know much about such things. Um, I tend to do the old copy and paste from the internet, so I don't really know what I'm up to. I just uh, use the sweat of other people's brows to do jobs I want. I say, oh, how do I do that? But yeah, you can, you know, you can uh, do random generators, random room encounters, you know, all these sort of things that pop up. And I've got lots of widgets. I mean, like, for example, if you like veins of the earth, I've got a widget, I think it's on drive-thru actually, which uh, automatically um, essentially generates the, um, the Patrick Stewart method for doing caves. Um, so it generates the number of exits, where the exits are, um, how long, how long between exit between rooms, and all those things. It, it and it generates it in the exactly identical way as the um, Patrick Stewart method. There's only one caveat, and that is 
where it says how far the dice are apart. And obviously in Excel, there's no way of deciding how far dice are apart. So you've just got to, uh, that way I just did my own little inf inference. But you know, it's actually quite a neat little thing. My, uh, I shouldn't really be talking about my, I'll, I'll do my veins of a proper justice to veins of the earth Excel widget another day. But that, the beauty of that is actually, if you're not sure how Patrick Stewart's uh, method actually works, you can actually test it out using my widget because it does a pseudo rolling of dice and then you can compare them exactly the way he describes and if it doesn't reflect exactly what it looks like in the result of my spreadsheet then well rules is written you'll be doing it wrong but <laughs> you can give yourself confidence you're doing it right anyway i'm at uh, the local uh, establishment for fooderies so i am going to have to wrap it up so yes if you want to present uh module information in a super compact fashion then you could look at my video on youtube that gives a, a demo i think i've got a playlist so you can see a bunch of them but essentially it works for maps you can do it for dungeons you could do a world i mean you can do it for anything as long as you can got an image for a map you can stick it in the background overlay it with a grid and then use pop-ups and all the information for your dungeon will be in one one um one page in excel uh, couldn't be more simple um, I've made quite a few of them just to demo it. Um, to be fair, you know, you've got to be comfortable with wanting to use a, a computer. And Excel is never really the sexiest program, so I don't think people get too excited by it. But, you know, uh, if you like Excel, uh, it might be worth a shot looking at it. One thing I would say is it might surprise you, but I don't use Excel in my day-to-day -day job. Um, I rather stumbled on it by accident as a... Uh, as, as a programming crutch for someone who doesn't know how to program. I mean, maybe I, I sometimes wonder whether I'm a frustrated programmer. It's one of these things that maybe if I did programming, I'd then be bored of it. Because <laughs> things are far more exciting when it isn't really your job. So, you know, science, science looks really exciting on TV. It's all about explosions and bangs and whistles. But, you know, real science is often involves just purifying chemicals. So it's, you know, as seen on TV isn't reality. All right, everyone, um, 10 minutes in, take care of yourselves. Uh, Sorry to be a bit, come over a bit preachy, but do your best to stay indoors and keep away from other people. Uh, maybe not even for yourself because you're a healthy inhale, but for vulnerable people that might need you to isolate so that they don't get it by a third party. All right, cheers everyone. Have a good day. Bye. And if you've got any questions about it, um, by all means, uh, get in touch. Cheers. Bye.